0: Welcome to Quarter Life Archives, a podcast about the highs and the lows of going through your quarter life. We're your hosts, Noni and Karina. (coughs)
1: Welcome back to Core life archives on this episode. We'll be talking about navigating through your first week on the job We'll be sharing our experiences of being stressed and not knowing what's going on and also share some tips and tricks of how to make your first Week a bit better. So listen to the entire episode. So you don't miss a thing So Karina, how do you remember your first week on the job?
0: The one that I remember the most is when I started my internship in Germany, because I remember being so nervous because I hadn't spoken uh, German in a more conversational and frequent manner for like over half a year. And then on top of that, um, I obviously, you know, working in an American environment and then working in a German one, totally different. And yeah, I think it was a bit of a culture shock, if I'm honest, because people weren't as like upfront and friendly. So I already felt like, oh my God, like, what am I doing wrong? You know, (laughs) why won't people talk to me more? You know, I don't understand what's going on in meetings. (laughs) But yeah, that was my first week.
1: (laughs) No, I I completely get you. Meetings in general, they are terrible on your first week I don't think I I, I understood anything going on in my first three weeks I was sat quiet I did not say a word mm-hmm. in my meetings and and every time you know my my supervisor my coworkers they would encourage me to speak but it's just that I also didn't know what's going on so I also didn't know what to add or ask yeah <laughs> so it was very intimidating and it was a very long week oh let's yes. put it like that
0: Yes, I remember that week in particular being so long, like not only because you haven't really gotten integrated yet and and you don't really have as many projects to work on. So a lot of your days are filled with like empty spaces. But I remember just looking at the time and looking at the phone and being like, somebody text me, <laughs> you know, <somebody laughs> no, give me, me something too. to do. <laughs> me too.
1: And you feel guilty about it as well. Cause I mean, uh, when you are, when you have a job, you're getting paid for this stuff, you know? And yeah. the entire week, I felt like I wasn't doing much really. So I felt bad. Like I had like hours where I was so confused and on on what to do. I didn't know my place in a project. And I would see my my coworkers, and they would be so busy. They'd be on calls. they will be They're like, so oh, I have kissed. this, this, this. <laughs> I know. And I just couldn't. I felt bad for not being like that. But it is your first week on the job. You exactly. Know? You're a newcomer. You obviously don't know the ropes. You got to get used to things. So it's fine, I think, to, to be a bit lost in your first week. Of
0: course. Yeah, it's, it's 100% fine. I mean, I, I, re, I relived it every single time as well, you know. Obviously, it gets better with more experience. But at the same time, you're always going to be the new person when, you know, you're going into your first week. But I think you really do have to learn to, like, come to terms with that feeling of cluelessness and helplessness and the fact that you always, you know, you have to put yourself out there. You have to ask people, you know, when you don't know something. You can't just stay quiet. Yeah,
1: and it's being clueless is... A given you're not going to know exactly what's going on on the first day of the job on the first week of the job most likely you're gonna be put in an ongoing project where everyone else has the knowledge prior to you of I don't know like a six-month project a one-year project you know so you have to catch up so it's fine yeah. to be clueless
0: especially coming out of you know your university degree working environments are so different from you know going to class It's completely different because like there you're also, except for group work, you're on your own. You work for yourself. But now everything you do has an effect on the people around you and the clients that you work for. And I think that was for me also, you know, learning to trust myself took a while. I think especially as a newcomer,
1: what I struggled with most was... When can I say something? You know, I'm the mm-hmm. newest person. I'm the one with the least experience. I think this is, and this is all in my head. But I think that my opinion is less than my co-workers. That whatever I add would be like not important or a question that I have w- would be quote unquote dumb, you know. And that's just not the right mindset to be, obviously. No. But it's, it's hard to not to think about that when you're put in a completely new environment
0: yeah i think it's it's definitely important for you to like get rid of that kind of thinking because in the end it could very well be that especially if you studied what you're working you know a bunch of things or like a bunch of changes in the industry that maybe you know your coworkers don't know about and of course because you're young you're going to bring a fresh perspective but i under like i completely agree with you that it takes a while for you to feel like okay my opinions are also valid i i should say something or like i have a great idea so i should speak up what was for you the hardest thing or like the most overwhelming thing when you just started your job i think
1: the amount of acronyms that all my coworkers would <laughs> would, would would speak in meetings that was so confusing to me and mm-hmm. I just, it's one thing to not understand the content of a meeting, okay? But on top of that, these people are speaking in a completely different language because of the acronyms they use and I, it's so hard to keep up. So that, I think that was really hard for me to, to understand, to get the gist of because I just felt like they were speaking a
0: completely different language. Yep. I mean, each company has their own workplace lingo. And on top of that, both of us both of us didn't study, you know, something business related. So if it's business acronyms, we already don't know. We already need to Google that. And then on top of that, you have to Google all the other things that are specific to the company. I remember I just had my little, little red notebook and I would just write down on the very back of my notebook, I had a list of all the acronyms, like everything I ever heard. And then I would Google it or I would ask, like, my my neighbor who is sitting next yeah. to me, hey, do you yeah. know what this means? <laughs> but, yeah, it, it just comes with time, really.
1: No, for sure. And I did the same thing. I wrote everything down. And because, and I and in the end of the day, I asked someone, oh, what does this mean? Like, if I couldn't Google it, you know? Yeah. Some acronyms you can't Google, really. They, they just made things up for the company. And I, I don't know why they do that, but it is what it is. <laughs>
0: I think it's just their way of working more efficiently and I do think there are benefits to it like once you know your your stuff then it really does help. Yeah, no. And I guess for cut sure. meeting time, um, but <laughs> I don't know, it is very confusing for a newcomer. I think I just wish
1: that someone would have showed me the ropes a bit more of, mm-hmm. you know, what this and this means really. But at the same time I get it. You know, everyone is in their own project everyone has things to do everyone is super busy maybe they don't have time to to show a a newcomer this and this you know things that are very very to them are very basic Basic. and very yeah simple things i get it yeah
0: i mean i do also have to think that for you in this case is also the current situation the fact that you are working from home Um, because of the pandemic so maybe (laughs) maybe your company would have done it differently you know if you were actually there in person yeah um but i do hope that you know i I hope that most companies actually take the time to really debrief their newcomers because it makes the world of a difference because instead of you know being productive a couple of days or weeks after you start you can start being productive from the get-go because you understand the dynamics of the workplace and you know what's expected of you did you have like a workplace manual or like a handbook that you had to read because i remember no. having that in one of i, my I companies. don't i just
1: i just have a contract really and they say the tasks that i'm supposed to do oh i'm supposed to help this 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 i'm supposed to do this 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 so that makes it but obviously they're still vague you know and it's not like i have like daily tasks as well it's project based so hmm there's a lot of freedom. I'm obviously it's a job. You are given independence in which you know you should know what to do, and how to do it. You know, so there. I don't. I don't. I didn't really have a manual.
0: I mean, I have to say, of course, in the beginning it can be more confusing, but I. Do prefer project-based work like I love project-based work not only because I can learn so much more from different scenarios because you yeah, know for sure you know with my first company every event was different and with the second company you know every client was different that we were working for as well and in the end as well like as you gain experience eventually you're gonna have a project that you know of course me as an intern wasn't gonna be my own but I was gonna be like pretty up far up the chain of you know not command but like handling things or you know contacting people and making sure everything works so I think project-based work actually really makes you learn how to adapt to new situations much faster and it keeps things interesting like you're not doing the same thing every time you know I think the only
1: thing that that is a bit hard to get used to is because it's project-based and I am put in the different projects at the same time Uh, sometimes it's hard to juggle all these different things and uh, at once and switching your brain to Mm -hmm. go from one project to another project in a moment of a few minutes you know Um, so that's just something I guess I need to get used to at the same time it's also like I'm in my first job as well it's not just exactly you it's also a first job
0: so yeah you're gonna get used to it yeah As long as you take your notes you're gonna get
1: (laughs) yes yes i've been taking a lot of notes i think one thing that i've been doing in in my first week is i've been reading up a lot you know Mm, yeah (laughs) i've been reading on past projects that they've been doing trying to get to know the company a bit better um so i can contribute more and at times it does feel like i'm in school again because I am just reading, 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 but I think it's still something very valuable. And it's it's your first week on the job. I think it's fine to just use this time to catch up um, yeah, and read exactly. up on you know the ongoing projects you're on, previous projects.
0: I mean, you're gonna get so busy in time, in due time, where you're not gonna have you know you're not gonna have the luxury of reading through these past projects and learning from them. So, might as well do it now when you yeah. have the time.
1: Exactly. So, I think it's it's a it's a it's a good way to spend your free time on your first week. <laughs> <laughs> Even though at times it can feel like my first week can feel like university because I'm only like reading and catching up. In many aspects, I mean, in most aspects, it really isn't the same and I remember Finishing my first three days of work. And I and I hope my co-workers don't listen to this ever. But I was like crying. And I was Aww. just like... I felt like my three years of university did not prepare me at all. You know?
0: Yeah. It's okay to feel that way. And I'm sure there's many other people who have cried on the job. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think... <sighs> people don't realize until they're out of university how different the work like working is versus studying and that's why I've always said like because of my internships I want to work because I prefer the working environment and I know that I learn so much more on the job and like I don't know about your study but my study is so incredibly theoretical and I know I don't have a job currently where I'm like applying the knowledge that I have for my study yet but I can already tell now that A lot of this theoretical knowledge is, you know, going to be great, but not like really, it's not really going to give me that much in my job. I'm going to have to learn on the job. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean...
1: At the same time, you know, I am I am quite a crybaby. Like I cry all the time, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's okay. No need.
1: <laughs> yes, I know. But it was just a mix of things. It was like one, yes, like I felt like my degree did not prepare me, and two, I was just constantly stressed because, again, I wasn't. I felt like I wasn't doing much. You know, it wasn't because I was stressed because of the workload. It was I was stressed because I was just so confused. Because you feel
0: like you're useless. Yeah. I get Yes. It.
1: Yes. And every time I say this to someone, they're like, oh, don't feel like you're useless. Like, no. But it's hard not to think about that when you feel like you're not doing anything. I was in meetings. I've been sat in meetings for one and a half hours and said nothing.
0: You're going to have to, you know, I mean, it's better to, you know, say something that actually, you know, enhances the quality of the meeting than just say something that makes no sense but, I still think asking questions is very important.
1: What helped you, Karina, in your first few weeks of the job or your first week to to speak up?
0: I think what really helped me in the beginning was um getting close to my coworkers because I knew that when I would talk to them one-on-one and when I would also you know work on site or work on projects and be around specific people they would give me like little tidbits of knowledge that I could then apply later on. I think with time it just you know you just have to learn to trust yourself and it it's it sounds you know easy to do when you're just talking about it but you know of course difficult to apply but also like for example in my second internship it took me longer there to get confident I have to say to like because I was in such a like different environment and it was also because I have to say the subject matter of my internship wasn't really something that was close to my heart like I was working at this film production company that did commercials oftentimes for like corporate companies or like um german football and and automobiles and i have to say that's not you know that's not close to my heart (laughs) i just felt intimidated because i was like shit i need to learn so much more outside of my Mm. job like i have to get invested into football now um
1: (laughs) (laughs) no really (laughs) you have to now you have to be a football fan now karina
0: there was no excuse for me not to know The one thing that I would recommend is to do your work well, obviously work efficiently. And whenever you hand something in and there's an opportunity to ask for feedback, always ask for it because it shows that you're interested in, you know, getting better and learning. And I would also say when you do have those moments, obviously now with the pandemic, it's harder, especially because you're not actually face to face with people. But if you are in a office environment, you know, look for work, don't wait for it to come to you. Obviously, know your uh, limits, like know how much you can handle, but you make sure you're, you know, busy on the job.
1: Yeah, now that's the pandemic, it is is harder to interact and, and ask questions more with your co-workers if you are in in the same office at the same time it's much easier to just like look over to the left or to the right and ask a question for sure but now that it is yeah. the pandemic it's kind of hard but definitely still try and if you still have the opportunity to go to your office you know I think it's nice to take advantage of that and ask as many questions as you can for the first week I did my work completely online and then um and then on the monday of the first week we all went to office and we all got tested before by the way (laughs) disclaimer disclaimer we all got tested and i was in a meeting uh, and then there was a pause in the meeting and i just and and one of my coworkers asked me hey noni do you understand everything is it is it is it clear to you and i just straight up i fessed up i was just like No, (laughs) I don't know what's going on. I don't know what my role is. And the most confusing thing for me, as I said earlier, was acronyms. And also the fact that they kept on saying different names of different stakeholders or, or things. And I just, you know, I'm obviously not familiar, you know, and I just can't follow. And then when the meeting resumed, you know, every time there was a new name, he'd like whisper to me and he'd be like, oh, this is this. This person is in charge of this. And I was just so thankful for That's that. That's so sweet. It shows. I know. It's so sweet. It just shows if you ask, they will definitely be happy to help.
0: Yeah. And especially in your first weeks, like be honest with what you know and what you don't know, because it's more awkward when, you know, you're over a month in and they realize that you still don't know what's going on.
1: <laughs> yes. And I, I hope that doesn't happen to me. That won't you happen know? to you, Nani. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I hope not. And I think it's less intimidating asking your coworker about things in more informal environments rather than, you know, a meeting meeting. Or, uh, or something like that. So I think also just befriending your coworkers really does make a difference.
0: Obviously, I agree that it's really important to make friends quickly and to get to know your coworkers. One thing that I would add to that is that if you have the opportunity to work outside of the office space, um, for example, I got to work on site at events or on set. Um, I would take that as, a you know, an opportunity to get to know your colleagues better because, you know, in that environment, it's much more relaxed. You're obviously, you know, not being watched by your bosses, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was one thing that I had to deal with in my first internship because I was sitting right in front of my boss. So <laughs> I just felt like, okay, I can't, you know, I can never, I shouldn't slack, you know, I shouldn't talk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you have the opportunity to be outside the office and get to know your colleagues, take that opp- always take that opportunity. Yeah, I think one thing that, that uh, you can do is
1: to try to befriend people who are sort of in the same boat as you first, people who are the newest people in the company or organization, or people with a similar age. I guess obviously they're, they're going to be more easier to get to know. Um, and even interns, honestly. They're probably the chillest people in in the company, you know?
0: Hell yeah, um, I was an intern. I was super chill. <laughs> exactly. Why not befriend me, bro? <laughs>
1: exactly. The only issue I have now is, again, it's pandemic. So I, w- I went to work yesterday, but the interns weren't there. So I just try to talk to people who are around my age. But at the same time, I don't think you should find age as a huge barrier in befriending someone especially after university maybe in university for me it was kind of intimidating trying to befriend someone who was like 30 or even older than that because the age gap was so far it felt so far because we were also in different life stages but I think after that it really
0: doesn't matter I mean, I honestly think even before university for myself, it didn't matter because I did my internships during my gap year. Um, And I managed to get, you know, really close with people who were in their eight and 20s, you know, beginning 30s. And I was at the time 18 years old. I think as long as you find, you know, subjects that both interest you and you can talk about, and obviously your work ties you together. But the one thing that was always most annoying, I have to say, because I went to the U.S. as an eighteen-year-old, was I was never allowed to drink. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's completely different. What do? You, why does this have to do with work?
0: No, because we would have like we would have this thing called Wine Down Wednesdays. So we would meet in the meeting room and we would like do like paper crafts or something and have wine. And every week and would you'd be, be like the only one sober. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's it called wine like, down thursday wine down Wednesdays. wednesday
1: okay dang we should we should make that a thing right
0: and then even like for example if i want to go out with my cousins you know or we, we we we'd go out to bars or like i remember my colleagues went to the strip club once and everything wait, and i what? can't join because i'm 18 wait what <laughs> yeah just for fun I mean, great group, great group activity. You know, <laughs> like we were just at an ev- um, not at an ev- work event, but like we were what hanging out. What kind of event we, are you planning, Korea? No, this, this is no insane. separate. It was just near. You know, like it was nearby. So
1: convenient. Okay,
0: but yeah, I think that for me was the biggest barrier because they could do so many fun things. You know, after hours, and I could I couldn't join in because you know, my, my bosses weren't comfortable with the fact that like, hey, we know that you're chill and we know that you're from Hong Kong and you're already drinking like for a long time already because, you know, the drinking age there is 18 yeah. and, you know, yeah. Germans start beer is at 16. It? Yeah. Is Hong Kong 18? hmm Hong Kong's 18. Oh, I
1: didn't, I didn't know
0: that. Yeah. And Germans start drinking beer at 16. So, yeah. you know, but unfortunately, obviously as a boss, they can't. They can't just close it like, you know, turn a blind eye to me drinking.
1: Other than not being able to join these social events to the fullest, Karina, what else kind of hindered you or was a barrier for befriending your coworkers?
0: Well, the biggest one and the most strong in my memory, obviously, because it was the most recent internship that I had, where I was working in Hong Kong, and language was such a barrier. I mean, I have a Cantonese mother, and I understand Cantonese, you know, almost completely fluently. It's just the slang that I struggle with. But my speaking isn't as fluent. Like, I'm very shy when it comes to speaking, uh, and so I, I usually hold back. And there were many moments in that company in Hong Kong where I just felt so excluded, And I know it wasn't just on like it was on both parties because I know, yes, I can also put the work to like put myself out there more. However, at the same time, this company was so extremely like clicky, you know, like they were very together. And (laughs) that's why when I was watching Emily in Paris, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i know it's like a, it's not a good show you know it's its pretty much trash but it was a feel-good show for me and there's a lot of problems okay. with it but there was that one scene where she keeps asking everyone out for lunch you know and then she sees them having lunch without her and that's basically almost basically what happened to me Not that I, like, asked them out for lunch and they rejected me. More that everybody made plans without me. And then by the time I could ask someone, everyone was gone. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. I got through it. You know, I just went to the cafeteria on my own and just
1: (laughs) ate on my own. Yeah, I think it's hard. Um, I I also experienced something like that. Maybe not as sad as what you've experienced, (laughs) Karina. (laughs) um but you know when i was in the office with my coworkers, there was a moment where we all had lunch together and afterwards we had to work obviously mm-hmm. but i thought people would go directly to their office tables and work and i and i did that directly but everyone else still like gathered and i don't know if they, they were i think they were talking about work maybe or maybe like other things or maybe informally talking about work you know but i was the only one sat back in my table and (laughs) and everyone else was still hanging out and i was just like "Uh, i want to join but i don't know how to
0: you know and now that you're like on your desk it's weird to go back
1: (laughs) exactly (laughs) it's like what am i what am i doing (laughs) and obviously it is fine to go back and join them um, to get to know them better. But it is obviously intimidating because everyone knows each other at that point and you're the newcomer and you don't know what's, you know, their inside jokes and everything. So yeah, it's it's hard to like break that first barrier
0: of as course. a new person. I think there's always going to be awkward moments, but, you know, it will get better as long as you make the effort to try yourself because in the end, you know, these people are just doing their jobs, you know. It's not their job to hold you by the hand, but that doesn't mean that, as someone who's been the new t- new person like three times already, it would be really nice if more people would reach out.
1: <laughs> it would be really nice.
0: I think. For sure. I think everyone can remember what it felt like to be new, and if you just translate those memories into hey this person looks like they're a little lost let me invite Mm -hmm. them out to lunch you know make Mm -hmm. sure that they feel welcome and I have to say in that you know in that internship where like I wasn't invited out later on I was at least invited out by my boss but (laughs) she was also you know (laughs) I don't know how many (laughs) decades older than me but you know it was really nice gesture and those are the gestures I appreciate because like I didn't feel alone and I got to know my boss better as well but I just hope that other people whoever is listening to this you know if you have someone new in your your office mm-hmm. you know try to get to know them as well
1: I think I realized throughout these couple of days of me entering my new job talking to Karina really helped me realize that I I'm not alone a lot of people experience being completely confused and flustered on their first few weeks on the job and it's okay you're obviously going to have to experience this very steep learning curve and everyone has that so I hope that if you are listening to this and you have experienced this or you are experiencing this right now just know that it's fine and you will get through it
0: yeah and in the end it's always a very exciting thing to start something new so you know try to look at the positives so that's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed listening and make sure to tune in again next week. Thank you for listening. Bye.